Hey y'all, welcome back to uh, First Hand Podcast. Uh, it's a lazy Friday here. We, uh, well, Marie, our uh, planned um, guest for this show, flaked on us uh, for the second week in a row. We were going to talk about Japan, and what, we're just, we're just going to talk about Japan, right? Yeah. Yeah. She she did a study abroad there, um, and it was going to be a great time, but. Uh, now we're just left. It's just it's just Paul and I. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm Paul. It's a quiet day here. Yeah. Two thirty nine Madison Heights. Yeah, but we needed it. I needed it at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's weird not having a a football game tomorrow. It's our bye week. Uh, I know we usually talk about football. So. It always comes up. Yeah. My dream was wrong from last week. If anyone listened, <laughs> I thought we were going to lose to Mizzou, but it didn't happen. So. Well, well, we screw you game. still. Um, but yeah, it wasn't a pretty game. Uh, I was expecting a little bit more resounding of a win, but we can stop talking about that now. Yeah, I mean, what is what was exciting is that my brother and a couple other people uh, oh, yes. <laughs> on an ESPN article linking college football to Waffle House. There's no, you know, he didn't need to link college football to Waffle House. It was the link was there. He was just, he was just, he was just writing about it. That was a really great article. Um, Yeah, it was interesting. It's not something that you usually see in ESPN, I guess. No. But that was hilarious. Honestly, I saved that the like conversation that they had, which was, you know, just for some surrounding like some background knowledge, was recorded. At 11 p.m. after a night game of football in a Waffle House in the middle of downtown Athens. Assuming not a lot of people were sober. (laughs) No. Uh, So uh, in the midst of that, Paul's brother was there. uh, A couple of our friends were there. And they got interviewed. And it was hilarious. It was great. So, yeah. yeah. Today. We are playing Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah. And as I'm saying this, I'm doing a backflip off Mount Chiliad, for those of you who know. <laughs> it did not go very well. We, um, this game is awesome, honestly. It's like, it, I don't play many video games anymore, though I used to incessantly. Um, but I think, like, it, if I keep my Xbox, the reason that I keep my Xbox after college will be for this game. And if I get another Xbox, it will be for the new version of this game <laughs> because it's just incredible. Where do you want to start, honestly? Like, I, I think it, it's, it's important to start here with what you're doing right now. That is, I think what I'm doing right now is kind of the point of the game, <laughs> which is there is none. You can do whatever you want. It's the freedom that I like. There are missions. There's a main, you know, solo game, but you don't have to do that. You can. You well, know, once you do it, you can do like you. You have to do it kind of yeah, to get money it, right? and to like unlock parts of the game, sort of. Well, actually, you don't even have to do that, do you? No, anyway. You have to play one mission, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. It's for me. It's a freedom. It's a game where you don't have to follow the script or the rules. You you make them, and I love that. You have physics, and that's it. That's that and, is one of the rules, and yeah. they don't apply all the time either. <laughs> you know, a couple cheats. Yeah, it's like physics and then the police. But I mean, it's so it's just incredible. Like honestly, it uh, the freedom aspect is definitely the best thing about it. Um, but you're free in a lot of games. I think 
the thing that makes Grand Theft Auto just incredible, honestly, like, a work of, like, one of the most incredible works of, like, human creation. Or, it's a bold statement. Yeah, well, I mean, like, honestly, but I, you think about what went into this game. There's, like, all the clever, like, slogans and stuff. Like, there's, like, decals on the bike that you're riding. There's so much nuance in this game. There's a train that goes around the map. Details. And it's massive. I mean, it, you, it took me, it took us, because we played this, well, I think I got it first, or, but we kind of played it together, because it was, was it our freshman year when it came out? No, it was, it was in high school. Yeah, but we played it freshman year. Yeah. Anyway, it took me forever to figure out everything that was going on in the map. And now that I know where most everything is, like, I still find new stuff. Yeah. But anyway, I, I just like, like the engineering that went into making this map this big and making like physics apply to the whole map and you know it doesn't glitch or anything you it can great. yeah you can fly plane you can fly planes you can fly like commercial planes you can fly biplanes you can fly helicopters ride dirt bikes like you're doing now uh, ride car like any sort of car customize your car I mean it's like a bunch of different it's like a there's like racing games within the game you can play golf you can you play can. golf within the game and tennis yes yeah what? you can watch TV as, <laughs> as or go to the movies yeah yeah I would say what is that spacecraft that they sent out with the gold record <laughs> oh I'd say this should be sent in the package with that. That's the... Oh, man, what is that? I know that it was the golden record, right? Yeah. So what is... I'm going to look it up. That's a great comment, honestly. Because that's what I was That's what I was getting at. Like, this is, this is a pure indicator. Like, every single bit of human uh, greatness, I guess, up to this very point went into this game. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, I don't know if that really makes sense. But... There's like civilization and stuff. There's like farmland. I don't know. It, it's just an incredible work. You could of... understand humanity if you're alien. You could <laughs> exactly. Understand. Okay. I'm going to figure this out. Because what else did I actually put on the golden record? It was like, there was like there was a... a... Beatles song, right? Oh, really? I think so. I know they put some classical music on there. Mm -hmm. They put like music from uh, different parts of the world. Um, as well, and because it was an American project, but yeah. they put like the sound of a waterfall. It was on a record, right? So yeah, record. which is a it's like a pretty it's like a tough gamble. Like yeah. how they'd probably think it was if it were meant to get out to intelligent life. This is the Voyager, by the way. It's the Voyager, Voyager. um, which actually wasn't. It was um. It was just recently, like, not able to communicate back to Earth. Oh, way. Yeah, which means it's just incredibly so far away. <laughs> no, no, it's just because it, it actually it left the solar system. I don't know because there was like a debate over whether it left the solar system, and and um, it essentially circled around. Uh, you know whether like because the definition of the solar system is being outside of the gravitational pull of the sun oh which means like yeah you just you're just going straight essentially yeah. you're not you're not doing any sort of curves or anything mm -hmm. like that so um 
I think it left. But it lost communication, like, yeah. soon after. We'll see. Which is crazy. That They launched it in, what, can you... It's like 1972, I think. But, anyway. Very interesting. Uh, 1977. 77. Yeah. Man, some crazy, crazy shit. Yeah. Wow. Anyways. Well, what are the, what? I think Grand Theft Auto is a great thing, but it's not. That was 1977. So they put some like markings on it, like just. I guess they talked to some markings. linguists. It looks like some math, medical functions. Yeah, because math is math like math could be a universal language. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh man, also interesting because I'm learning about this now in, in like philosophy and, uh, like you know, certain, there's like a priori sort of truths, like truths that you don't need to experience, like you don't need to rely on your senses in order to understand that 2 plus 2 equals 4. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of just have to know what 2 is. and Yeah. So you don't have to rely on like your sense of sight to see like 2 pineapples plus 2 pineapples makes 4 pineapples. Yeah. So it's like an easier way to communicate with people because you don't have to rely upon like your senses, which mm-hmm. could be distorted. Or I, different. Yeah. I do think that could be the one, I don't know what you even call it, universal concept language. that could be universal to yeah. all life forms if there are any out there. Yeah. And then we did like a little map of our solar system, right? Yeah. A map. It's also encased in ultra pure uranium, which has a half-life of four point essentially 4.5 billion years, which is a crazy half-life. So that thing is not going away unless it gets goes into a sun, which is also possible. Yeah, eventually, <laughs> eventually it will, I guess. Yeah, it's an odds yeah. game, I guess. Yeah, we don't really know. We kind of just like sent it out. I yeah, guess. it's a very interesting project. Probably very expensive. That's the problem with these, these I don't know, NASA quests is that they cost a lot of money and they can blow up yeah immediately (laughs) i don't know i feel like it's the last it's the last frontier indeed so yeah grand theft auto (laughs) (laughs) i will compare it to because i was playing black ops um the first black ops uh before this and i think that game is different in that it's almost problem solved it's like not like a puzzle but when I play the game, I'm like executing a, a multitude of tasks in a succession to try and like complete something, complete an objective, Whereas get more this. kills than the other team. This, there really isn't an objective unless you make one. Yeah, you can like make your own, because we play like little games and stuff, you know, like, yeah. like I don't know, like skydive or something and then see how close you can get to something or like. But I, I'm not discounting Black Ops because I think that's why I like it. It's like solving a Rubik's cube or a Sudoku puzzle. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's comforting to solve a, a puzzle, in some way. There's something about it. Yeah, I think everyone sort of needs that. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's based on California. Which I know both of us love California. Yeah. It contributes to the game. It's a, yeah, I think it's a good map. 
The one GTA Four was Liberty City, which was New York City. Uh, really? Yeah. I thought it was like Los Angeles. I think part of it was, but definitely part of it was Liberty City, which was New York. Um, they really, I feel like they've cycled between LA and New York a good bit. Also Miami. And I'm wondering what they'll do for the next one if they do make another Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I can't even imagine, honestly. Like this was They're already a... sending updates for this one. It, what do you mean? They've they've been sending upgrade like updates oh, yeah. to new player packs. Yeah, yeah. Um I can't even imagine though because they advertise this game like they advertise, you know, like movies the budget for their app the budget for the production of it was incredible i think it was like broke a ton of records for how much money they put into making the game um and and, sold a ridiculous yeah and it sold like a it was like a blockbuster movie Mm -hmm. like it was akin to a blockbuster movie which is just awesome and it has not been short of controversies i think it actually rockstar games has been sued multiple times rockstar is the creator of grand theft auto because there are certain components of it that people find disturbing. I guess the main one that people reference is you can pick up a, a prostitute um, in the city of Los Santos and have your, have your way with her. I would say you pay them. And so then, it's, it's a transaction. Yeah, it's, it's a transaction. <laughs> and you, at the end, you have the opportunity to either let them go or you can just like kill them. And people find that extremely offensive, um, but you don't. The game does not provoke you to do that. It just allows you. The it allows you. It gives you the opportunity to do that. So it's an interesting debate because there's also police in this game, and you can yeah. kill hundreds of police officers in a single life. But there's no children. They don't put kids in the game. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's I don't know. There's a lot going on. Do you want to talk about uh, that article that you read? I honestly can't remember a lot about it. But I would say the main point of it was that it's a game. There's this guy that was talking about the impact the game had on his life. And he said it essentially had a negative impact on his game because it took away from his... On his his life? On his life, yeah, sorry. Because it took away from his journalistic career. But at the same time, he enjoyed the time he spent playing the game so i don't know it's kind of confusing i enjoy playing it but at the same time you can be missing out on on real life events like going (laughs) hiking something a little bit more productive yes exactly but also i don't think this is time wasted this is kind of hanging out yeah and especially the way we play it it's not that there's always kind of a dialogue or, yeah, know. we're always kind of just like chilling or talking yeah. about something or yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah. So that's why I enjoy it. I guess I usually don't play it by myself. Now that I think about it, I guess, but it is like it's cathartic. It's nice coming up here and just being able to, like, get into a car and just go off, like, a cliff and just do flips and stuff endlessly and die and come back to life. And it's just kind of nice. You don't have to do it in real life. No. Correct. You should not. 
I would compare it if you've if anyone has ever seen House of Cards. Um, what's the main guy's name? Frank. Frank Underwood. Underwood. I've never even watched that show. <laughs> you know, I've seen like three of the seasons. One of his um, habits that he has is after a long day drafting policy in D.C., he comes back home to his PlayStation and proceeds to play Black Ops um, for a while and just like really get into it. Just start screaming. He's and, like, scream- yeah, he goes a little wild. So I don't know. It's a way to – it's a release I would say. Yeah. For sure. It's just, you know, definitely better than murdering people in real life. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you would agree with that? Statement? I would agree yeah. with that. Um, Not from experience, but just guessing. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this isn't related at all, but what are you going to be for Halloween? I don't you, know. You half-assed the hell out of your costume last night. I half, we, yes, and we I also were, half-assed this party. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we went to a Halloween party last night. Uh, at which Paul put on just one oh. garment, like was wearing what he wore that day, put on one <laughs> garment, and then I don't even know, made up a different story every time someone asked him who <laughs> who he was. Um, I will say I had a luchador mask on, but it got too hot, so I took it off. <laughs> Nacho Libre. Yeah. I don't know. Walmart is selling $20 full like jumpsuit costumes. You can be anyone from the Despicable Me Minions to... Ted from that movie. What is that? The Teddy Bear movie. Ted. Ted, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be Kip. That's why I have this ridiculous ass mustache. Are you being Kip again for the second day in a row? I would not have grown a mustache if I... It's not very prominent. Oh, you grew the mustache for the the, uh, costume? Well, I didn't realize I was going to be Kip until I realized I needed to get a costume and didn't have time. So instead of just totally half-assing it, I was like, what can I do with what I have? And I have, I was Dwight last year, so I have, like, glasses that I just poke the holes out, or the lenses out. Oh, of. Jesus. Yeah. I will say one small college tip, always dress up for a party. Always do the theme. Says. A person that doesn't <laughs> do the theme all the time. But it just makes it more fun. It adds to the vibe of the, to the party. And also, yeah, it's, it's funny good, because, like, I'll be in a conversation with someone and then realize that, like, uh, realized that wow, I'm I have like a a sharpied on mustache, <laughs> like a skin tight polo shirt tucked into like the smallest pants I own, <laughs> and I have these glasses on. I just look absolutely ridiculous, and every single button is buttoned all the way up to my neck. But like I'm having a normal conversation with someone, it just like kind of it, it lets you realize that you don't need to, you know, be thinking or be like worried about the way like oh how to. I don't, How do I, I look? look or whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say what Paul's doing in Grand Theft Auto right now. That's probably not saying <laughs> Um. Oh, man, I was going to talk about something else. I was going to talk about Walmart, but I think I had something more interesting to veer into. Yeah, I'll bring up another GTA question. Do you think this game has had a positive influence? No. <laughs> I don't think like uh, I think that the negative influence that it's had um or if you're meaning on me then yes. Wait. Uh, it has had a positive positive influence on yeah. me in that it's cathartic and has, you know, just it's just like 
great stress relief. Yeah. So yes for me, but um, it's like the whole argument of, uh, like, I did a, I did a, I, I did a podcast for something else uh, where I debated someone, or I didn't debate. I just discussed the the topic of religion and politics, um, which was a really interesting uh, sort of discussion. But I was I was looking into a lot of the uh, like debates about. I just ended up looking at debates about like religion versus not like atheism Mm -hmm. and like what's better for society uh which i guess i'll plug uh my the most interesting one was between dennis prager um who's a journalist and he's a radio host conservative guy um jewish and believer in god and sam harris whom we both uh like very much i like both of them um but Sam Harris is a neuropsychologist and philosopher who, uh, he's a really, just brilliant guy. He has a, he has a, a podcast called Waking Up with Sam Harris. It's, uh, brilliant. Anyway, we listen to it all the time. Anyway, they have a debate on it and I think it's really interesting because I think what it comes down to is, okay, like they both agree or, well, at least the religious people agree and some atheists agree that, you know, at some point, you know, even though religion itself might be like flawed in these ways or whatever, uh, you can't prove one way or another whether God exists or not. Yeah. So that they are like, yeah, okay. But then and when we're talking about like religion and society, it's like, do you trust people to kind of just understand that even though there's no God to like look over them and be like, uh, be saying like, Oh, don't do this immoral thing. Don't be mean to your brother, your brothers and sisters or whatever. Uh, if there's no like moral arbiter, I guess, then what happens to society? And Sam Harris will say like, well, once we get rid of the idea of like, uh, people like, acting only because they think that it's going to get, get them into heaven. They'll like find compassion because he believes like humans are more compassionate and like, obviously we'll have to do some work to, uh, to like instill those moral absolute like values and stuff in people. Um, but whereas Dennis Prager is like, yeah, that's not going to work. Uh, people are just gonna, you know, be like, Oh, there's, if there's no God, I can do more or less whatever I want. Um, Anyway, the point that I bring that up, besides the fact that it's interesting, is because it's how much do you trust other people with Grand Theft Auto? Do you see <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, like how much do you trust other people them. without like having a moral art, like without you know a very codified sort of this is what you do, or you are if you are if you say you are religious, then you must do these things, or you are not being a good religious person. And usually those things are good. You know, there are good things. And what do you, like, do you trust people to not have that sort of uh, religious uh, mindset or religious, uh, I guess, structure to the way they act and stuff? Do you trust people to do that? Or do you trust that they're going to be able to figure out that, you know, yeah, and I don't, I don't know if anyone knows the answer to that right now. Yeah, no, you can't, because you can't just remove religion from the world. But also, there are a... a a very, 
I would say, large portion of people who aren't religious right now that are living. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and that's why, like, sorry, go ahead. No, that's really the only point it has is that, like, there's a sample size right now that you could look at. We don't know, like, what would happen if everyone was. Yeah, I see, yeah. But right now, I mean, in the country that I was in in May, Vietnam, like, the majority of people are not religious. Really? Um, yeah, it's crazy. I had no idea. Like, um, just just nothing? No. no. It's, like, it's almost uncanny. Um, I had no idea when I went there. I guess you could, you could say... Okay. But you could say the same though, right? For I feel like you you could probably say the same for America. Even it's people are nominally religious, right? So Yeah. But you know, There's mostly a lot of religious people in America though. Yeah, no there are. Um and we're like I don't know what the demographics are, but <laughs> Are you out of church right now? Yes. <laughs> I'm in a hearse actually. <laughs> And we are still playing Grand Theft Auto. This is the irony of the game. <laughs> One thing, uh, what was I going to say? Um, essentially, okay, the point you're making about would we be better off with religion or without religion? What if, like, I'm confused about how to frame this, but like, if there was something in the world, like a concept or an idea, that was bad for society, but true, would mm. would people want like would should we allow people to know it? Right. Even if it's bad. Uh, not saying that religion is not true. No. But it very well could not be. Yeah. And really, you know, the interesting thing about this is that they are mutually exclusive. Something has to be untrue. Right? Yeah. Like one thing has to be untrue. True. <laughs> like even within Christianity. Yeah. You know, like, okay, if we accept that Jesus like rose from the dead, etc., etc. All the tenets of Christianity. Then there's still the different denominations of Christianity mm-hmm. that say absolutely different things, like like predetermination and like free will. It's like Christians who believe like creationism. Yeah, creationism. Yeah, yeah, and you know exactly. I guess that could be just dis- different interpretations of the same like. Um, basic religion, I guess, and, and they are. But um, what was the question again? If something is bad for society, oh, right. yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think this comes down to this is like a, this is something that I know we were talking about. Some of my friends went over to see Jordan Peterson and Dave Rubin talk, and I we were talking about this earlier yeah. at Clemson. Uh, There's also another guy, but no one, no one knew who he was. <laughs> but um, anyway, they, I was talking to them about it, and they said one thing was like, uh, "Is it is it like under is it okay to uh, like write something on a paper that you don't agree with uh, just to get a good grade? Um, you know, whether that's just because you can make the argument easier or like, but if you know it's true, if you know you don't believe it, is it okay for you to write it on the paper and Eventually, or like Jordan Peterson said, I used to think like, yeah, just do it and then get it over with. And then, you know, you can go like, uh, like tweet about it or something. But he was saying that like the truth like eats at you, like it'll eat at your soul and stuff. <laughs> he likes using all that sort of language. But 
anyway, it, I thought that was interesting because I think like really humans do strive to know the truth, you know, mm-hmm. um, and some people willfully de- like uh, submit themselves to delusion. Um, people will say like, I mean like, like smokers, right? It's like smokers will say, oh, I'll quit at the end of this month. Um, and then they'll try for like maybe 10 hours or something and they'll just be like, oh no, I'll just try, like, this is like a delusion. Um, and I think that's like a lack of understanding on their part. But I think that, you know, ultimately if they really, really did understand, um, I don't know, the truth about what smoking was doing to them, uh, and what it could do to them, then they would stop. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. like I think the truth will bear itself out in almost all circumstances yeah because humans want to find it i agree and for religion specifically it can get more complicated um i don't know if you've heard of this theory or um idea called pascal's wager i think that's how you say it yeah which is um i guess the the belief that oh if I believe in God, what do I have to lose? Because if he's real, then I'm saved. I can go to heaven and have eternal happiness. But if I don't believe, I could face hell and eternal damnation. Yeah. So why not just believe just in case? Yeah. Yeah. So there's um, another yeah, layer and I, to it. And this is something that like Sam Harris talks about, right? Is like the whole pretty well. He he's I, I disagree with him a little bit on it, but he his thing is uh the prospect of of like afterlife is a massive motivating factor um and it is i guess but i don't think it's the only thing um and i don't think that's what religious a lot of truly religious people really think of i mean this is why you know people like uh hopefully rightly like uh muslim scholars will say that um, radical extremists like I guess uh, like Muslim terrorists will uh, they're not like following the religion but they're motivated more than any other ideology really uh, by like a certain verse in the Quran or whatever and it's entirely in regard to the, to the afterlife and he always points to that so the 72 virgins yeah um, which is just really yeah anyway but yeah, uh, I think it's an interesting sort of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. I well, don't this know where is to go from there. <laughs> well, it is thirty minutes. It's been thirty minutes. Oh, okay. But I guess this is fun. This is funny because we we're kind of just like, well, I kind of want to do a podcast. Um, it was nice because this is what we were talking about earlier, right? Like we play GTA, but we don't just play GTA. It's kind of like a social thing too. Mm. And we talk about stuff exactly like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and with, with the added bonus this time of being productive in that we're making a podcast. Yeah, exactly. So, we're so not, thank you to Grand Theft Auto um, thank and you, Rockstar, Rockstar Games. <laughs> <laughs> this, this video is unofficially <laughs> sponsored by Rockstar. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Do you want to end on a, a note about Grand Theft Auto? Um, yes. Uh-huh. 
you want me to go first? Well, do you have like a specific question? Like, no, what's the craziest thing you ever did? What's your favorite thing to do? What's your go-to? What, like, what makes you the happiest when you're playing? Like, what? <laughs> is it a big jump? Is do it you, when you... Okay, that's a good question. Um, do you, I feel like you might know. I, I think I do. Can I guess? Yeah. I imagine it's if you went off a jump and slowed it down really slow. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I was thinking my impulse was to that was, that was like a, probably a better answer than what I even I'm kind of come I'm gonna say I love modifying cars. Oh, yeah. I love modifying cars and then just driving around in them and then like getting a lot of speed and going up jumps. Yeah, but I also like the cinematic cam and stuff too. I realize that none of this makes sense to people who don't play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah. But also, why did you, why the hell did you click on this video if you yeah, did exactly. this podcast if you didn't like Come Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> we'll have to title it something like uh, um, GTA and Religion. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. The Religion of GTA. <laughs> Is it Religion? It could be. could be. Alright, what, what about... Well, I mean, my guess for you. Okay. Um... Mine might not be as well known as you think, but we'll see. It's nothing sadistic. It's a, it's a little bit niche. No. Um, okay, let's see. Huh. Is it like getting a traffic jam or something like that and then blowing <laughs> all the cars up or something? No, like that? that is fun though. <laughs> I guess this isn't even niche, but I just love a great escape. And I did one a couple of days ago that you saw. Where it's, yeah, it's like when you have a bunch of cops on you and you're trying to get away and you're in a car. When you, I don't know, flying down a mountain and then jumping in a boat. Man. Yeah, and swimming away from them. There's just something about it that nothing else is similar to. But yeah. It's also, like, game. I like rolling down mountains in cars too. <laughs> Not driving down them. Well, driving down them and then and it'll end in a end roll. Up rolling. Yeah. As I'm doing right now. Yeah, well, this turned out to be a lot. I, I thought we might have to scrap this one, honestly, because it was so aimless, but uh, like before we just did. Just like it. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, but you know, sometimes you just gotta. You just gotta go with your spontaneous impulse. I guess that's a. Yeah. Yeah, it's ontology. But, you know. This was a good podcast. Do we know what our next one's going to be about? Should we? I don't know yet. Flaky Marie. Flaky Marie. We'll see on Friday. Whether she comes through or finally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we should um, end it on that. All right. Would you like to hit the stop button on my computer? I'm a little bit busy. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Until next time.